Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. Our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. Unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw near out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 27 is found on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way, because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine advers ad adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 56th chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Keep justice and do righteousness, for my salvation is about to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who lays hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath, and keeps his hand from doing an evil. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord has utterly separated me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, Here I am a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbath, and choose what pleases me, and hold fast my covenant, even to them will I give in my house and within my walls a place and a name, better than that of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also the sons of the foreigner who join themselves to the Lord to serve him, and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants. Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even then I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. The Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, Yet I will gather to him others beside those who are gathered to him. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee. The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. We begin with the first chapter of the first epistle of John, beginning at the first verse. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the life, the word of life, 
The life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. Grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us the only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and at this time to be born of a pure virgin, 
Grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. Through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Uh, Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our lesson from Isaiah, the Old Testament lesson, it, it groups these two words that if you um, look through the, at the Old Testament, they're together all the time as emblematic of the covenant where he says, keep justice and do righteousness. And justice uh, you, you, it, it's, goes as far back as Abraham, who's, who's said that he, he keeps justice and does righteousness. King David has said that this of him. And the, the justice is is sort of administering life according to the, the sort of case law of the Torah. That's justice, um, giving justice to the poor, for example, by observing the boundaries the Torah put in place, you know, of not taking property, giving it back at the Jubilee, not harvesting the edge of your field so the poor have something to eat. That's all that kind of justice and 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 righteousness is is a general practice of 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 Torah principles in life and that that characterizes um, what what God wants from His people and so in in the passage then he he talks about um, the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord and the eunuch um, these would be people who would in various ways according to the law be seen as not blessed you know a foreigner is a, a gentile now but in the time of isaiah it's not in the new testament the gentiles in sort of the eyes of the pharisees were sort of dogs and unclean uh that hardened attitude hadn't come in probably at the time of isaiah but still there was a clear distinction between israel the the, the chosen and gentiles who were outside of the covenant and likewise the <clears throat> the eunuch who had no children because children were a sign of blessing would have been seen as sort of not blessed by God. So God in this passage Isaiah is taking two categories of people, the outsider and the eunuch, and saying if they keep justice and do righteousness, they and use the example of the Sabbath because that was routinely ignored by people uh, in in uh, Isaiah's time, if they do what God asks them to do, they'll be accepted and included in God's people. And so we have a foreshadowing of a sort of New Testament doctrine. It's interesting. It, it came, you know, when I when when um, I was reading that passage, it brought to mind Romans uh, two fourteen, where it says, "For in the Gentiles who do not have the law, by nature do the things in the law." Um, they they show that law is written in their hearts, but it, but the New Testament principle here is that God's people, because the the Word has be made flesh, 
Now, all who put their faith in Jesus and do what he asked them to do, <clears throat> who follow him his, in his commandments, especially his new commandment, are God's people and the old divisions, the old distinctions that pertain to ethnicity and, and, and even exterior righteousness or even exterior signs of blessing um, no longer prevail. Some of these things are turned upside down. For example, in the New Testament, the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, where the rich man would be seen as this blessed person, but he wasn't doing righteousness and keeping justice, and, and that's revealed in, 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 in death. And we in First John, the Epistle of First John, um, it's interesting that just as as uh, John's Gospel begins with, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." So his Epistle has this similar that which was from the beginning, which we have heard and seen with our eyes. Um, so he's kind of looking at the incarnation from a different way, and here it becomes more about. Whereas John's gospel is sort of theology of the incarnation, here it is, we've touched this, we've handled it. You know, John's thinking, we, I sat next to him at the Last Supper, and, and, and there, there certainly is a, a sacramental or hands of handle concerning the word of life. That, and that word fellowship, which is really koinonia or communion, is maybe a better word because in this passage, we think about fellowship as, hey, let's hang out and you know, have time together of fellowship, but this is really communion, the union we have with God in Christ through the Spirit, and therefore the, the union we have with each other in Christ, and, and out of that comes the, the what we do together, but it's rooted in, in that truth. And and so what this passage then talks about this communion means, means uh, you know, this fellowship with him whom we've handled and, and looked upon, and he, he characterizes it as, as walking in the light. And this comes right out of John's Gospel, too, where th this contrast between light and darkness. So we walk in the light, and the light is Jesus, because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And so when we stay connected to him, we're walking in the light. But in John's, got, in John's epistle here, as we read on it, we'll see that um, walking in light also means walking in the community. He talks about people who went out from us. <clears throat> they went out from us and showed that they were not of us. They were not of the light. So as they left the community, just as sort of Judas left the Last Supper, and it says in John's Gospel, when Judas left the Last Supper, he went out and it was night. He went out of the light into the darkness. So li living in the community. And then also practicing love, getting back to Isaiah, doing justice and righteousness, that is, loving one another as Christ has loved us, that's the new commandment. And this is a justice thing, that is giving the justice due to others that they're due as, as those made in the image of God, and then also more heightened in a more heightened way in the, in, in the church, giving the justice due to each as made in the image of Christ, born again in the image of Christ. So we're paying the honor to the image and that, 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 that is due because it's made in that image, giving it its intrinsic honor. And this, this is justice, uh, having the boundaries of love, both in, in how we not, don't harm people, but also in the positive good we do for people. And, and what's interesting about St. John says, as we walk in this light, walking in the truth of, of who Jesus is, walking in the commandments of love that he tells us to practice, um, and uh, that that um, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from sin. 
there's a natural staying in that communion and fellowship works the reality of keeping us free from sin. We grow in this reality of, of becoming like Christ as we stay in that fellowship. And it, I think we can understand it's kind of a practical thing as we stay in the life of prayer, stay connected to the community, work our, you know, live our way through the, the, the church year, the story of Jesus. <clears throat> We're naturally led to sort of self-examination to growth. But if we take ourselves away from that communion and fellowship and, and be, you know, get distracted by the concerns of the world, all of a sudden that dynamic isn't happening quite the same way. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of this same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who 